0: you know what I love about riding motorcycles with my friends? Just about everything. <laughs> As the old Christmas carol goes, oh what fun it is to ride. And it was just this morning, riding with two great friends through the twisty roads here in Colorado, reaching our destination, which was the Howling Cow Cafe at the Morning Fresh Dairy in Bellevue, Colorado today we continue with part two of my conversation with Doug Logston of the Motorcycle Sport Touring Association. And yes, Doug was one of those two guys I rode with just this morning. And if you're wondering, hey, is Doug a good motorcycle rider? Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> Doug is very good. So now let's wrap up our conversation with Doug Logston of the Motorcycle Sport Touring Association. Stay tuned recorded in beautiful Loveland Colorado. Welcome to Peace Love Moto, the podcast for motorcyclists seeking that peaceful, easy feeling as we cruise through this life together. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's go.
1: Uh, as far as uh, Motorcycle Sport Touring Association, yeah, I joined the club in 2000 and it's it's a social gathering and it's a national organization and uh, we've got members in, I don't remember now, but not not all 50 states, but the vast majority of them, uh, we've got members in Canada, we've got uh, a member in Switzerland, we've got members in England, um, so there's a, a bit of a worldwide flavor to it. Um, Again, it was uh, looking for a little bit of camaraderie and hanging with people that like to do the same thing you do, and and one of the big draws that's been for me with the Motorcycles for Touring Association is that every year that they, um, they have their national rally someplace in the country, and it's um, it's grown to be five days long, and it's very often in a part of the country I have not explored, and I've not been to, and so. I look forward to that. We call it Star, um, that uh, it, it's a Sport Touring Associations Rendezvous, um, and and I've been going to these things enough times that yeah, I I recognize people from Ohio, Florida, uh, Texas, Nebraska, uh, Washington State, California, Oregon, uh, and and we meet someplace like this last June. Uh, We were based out in Knoxville, Tennessee. I'd never been to Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, they got some wonderful roads in Tennessee. I got to finally ride the Tale of the Dragon. Oh, Uh, yeah. I've heard about it. US 129. Uh, 11 11 miles and I think 318 curves. Amazing. Um, Yeah, a lot of fun. And then also uh, my wife and I extended that vacation and went and visited some friends in North Carolina I had not been there either and they got some wonderful roads in North Carolina and my buddy that we were staying with he's a motorcyclist so he was showing me the local uh, the local roads and and I mean I this was this is a week or 10 days of just me with a silly grin on my face all day riding around and, and exploring
0: new places well isn't it interesting too and I bring it up on this podcast a lot maybe on every podcast I don't know but isn't it interesting how with this sport that we so love, if you call it a sport or transportation or a passion, or whatever, you can come up to almost any other motorcyclist and have something to talk about. Just a total stranger, where you're not going to have that conversation at the gas station with your car. Not necessarily, unless you're driving a unique car. But with motorcyclists, it's almost, hey, nice bike. And then the conversation goes from there. It seems like it's an instant relationship. Do you? Would you agree? I Yes,
1: I would, Um, and very often it's people you won't see again, but you're out on the road traveling from point A to point B, and you pull in and buy some gas and maybe get a bottle of water or something, and every now and again, somebody will be bold that isn't on a motorcycle and will walk up to me and ask some questions about my motorcycle or where are you going and and that kind of thing, Um, and that's a lot of fun, and... What is really special is if there might be another single motorcyclist uh, pull in or be at that uh, uh, gas station or whatever the case may be, and you nod at each other and smile. And when then one walks a little closer to the other and, hi, how are you going? You know, how you doing? Where are you going? And yeah, you to in 10, 15, 20 minutes shooting the breeze
0: and it's it, it's always an enjoyable experience and i think and you and i think think alike on, on a lot of levels but i think both of us approach writing where we are intentionally approachable to other people hope so as opposed to repulsive <laughs> i guess <laughs> maybe that's not yeah. the right word but
1: uh Your yeah take well taken i mean um too often and still motorcycling has such a negative, uh, connotation for some people. Right. And I, and I, and I don't want to, uh, underline or underscore that, um, thought process and for thought process for them. I want to, I want, you know, I want to be approachable. I don't, I don't think I'm particularly, uh, yes, I have a beard, but, uh, <laughs> uh I keep it fairly neat and it's as, as gray as it is. Uh, I don't think I'm really, um, uh, Threatening looking, if you will, and, I would agree. And, and my motorcycle is is not threatening, if you will. It is not loud. Um, I'm I'm the school. I I like the school or the thought whereby I want to be there and be gone before people even know I was there.
0: Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't I don't need a loud pipe to announce be coming and going.
0: I've I've mentioned it probably even recently on the podcast and most folks know I work part-time in Rocky Mountain National Park as a tour guide. Love it out there. Uh, I've been asked to do to lead a tour on Saturday morning. It's a big uh, festival going on in Estes Park and going to be really busy. So I'll be leading a tour with Green Jeep Tours into Rocky Mountain National Park. The reason I say that is because I know very well my guests are going to be coming from all over the country they're looking for a, an experience in nature Well, they'll see wildlife and they'll see mountaintops with snow on it and enjoy the sounds of nature. But we don't want loud bikes. <laughs> and here I am. I'm a rider. My bike's not loud either. But we don't want the loud bikes to come in and spoil that for them, right? And, and you know, especially if you top it off with having a loud radio or a loud stereo system associated with your bike that to me that sends the message that we don't want to send yeah well i you know the old
1: adage is loud pipes save lives no loud pipes risk our right to ride if we upset it, if we upset enough of the public we could be voted entirely off public roads i don't want to go
0: there that is a i not thought about that doug that that's so right and so important right yeah Um, yeah, I could go all day on that and I probably shouldn't, but my wife and I enjoy sitting on our back patio in the evenings after dinner. We just like to sit out there, sometimes listen to music, but, uh, yeah, it's when, when all the loud bikes come through, that's just, that's just annoying. So (laughs) the subject of a different podcast, maybe. (laughs) but we're definitely on the same page there. Hey, um, maybe just to, to kind of wrap, wrap this up, you and I met initially through an event that we both have a great uh, admiration for, I would say, uh, for its purpose, and that would be the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride in support of Movember, specifically supporting men's health issues, uh, prostate cancer, and suicide prevention. What drew you to the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride, Doug? I was, I'll be honest
1: with you, I was aware of it, I'm gonna say eight or 10 years ago, but I never participated because I quote unquote had the wrong style motorcycle. My understanding was that it was specifically for cafe style, uh, well cafe racer style motorcycles. And though that is one of my favorite styles of bikes, I didn't own one. And so I thought I could not participate. Well, um, a a dear friend that I met through Motorcycle Sport Touring Association, who lives down in Colorado Springs, um, Bob Maddox, today or or this year was his third ride, and I got to talking about him to him about it because he asked me to support him, and I said I'll be happy to. And and I said you know I'd I'd love to do this, but I got the wrong bike, and he said, "Um, don't let that stop you. Yeah, and I said what? And he said, yeah, he said it, that is, you know, they encourage that. But he said, it is not a requirement. And so that's when I started looking into it a little more closely and and then um, uh, signed up and took a chance and found out that uh, Ron Francis was heading up the ride in Fort Collins. And, <laughs> I've uh, heard of that guy. <laughs> yeah, we swapped, uh, we swapped an email or two and then we got to meet on, I think it was May 21st, as I recall. At yeah. the uh, BMW Triumph shop in 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 Fort um, Collins, and what I was, uh, what I thought was a lot of fun was trying to quote unquote dress up and look dapper. Um, yeah. Oh, isn't that fun? <laughs> for you know, for me that's a bit of a challenge. But anyway, yeah, and and I got you know the, the coat and the, and the, and the pants and the and the and the shirt and the tie and and the um, the um, well, the flat hat like you, uh, you wear on some occasions. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a lot of fun, and then to pull in and and see the the variation of the uh, or the variety of the, the bikes and the way the participants were dressed.
0: I want to, you know, I want to do it again. I'm going to do it again next year, and the oh, sure year after that. I I hope I'm able to host it again in Fort Collins, and I would be just thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to. Uh, uh, the opportunity to ride with you and, and other ladies and gentlemen who dressed in that dapper manner. You know, something that, uh, again, I've probably mentioned it on the podcast a number of times, but to me, the distinguished gentleman's ride is one of those things where you can walk up to a total stranger, give them a big hug, and say, hello, my name is Ron, or whatever, you know? and mm-hmm. it, Because you're already like-minded, but I think you're if this is a word like-hearted to, because we're there for a reason. And I know, Doug, you're not going to say this yourself, but I'm going to say it. Uh, Doug, you were the highest fundraiser in the entire event for Fort Collins. And, uh, and you got the award, as you know, you got the award for raising the most funds for uh, toward the Movember Foundation, again, in support of uh, men's, men's health, suicide prevention, and uh, prostate cancer research. So I want to publicly thank you on this podcast, again, for being the number one fundraiser, the getting first place for that. And I uh, just, just can't thank you enough.
1: Well, uh, thank you very much. And I will say I had some generous folks willing to contribute uh, to the cause. And that was just a matter of me. Going and talking to them, asking about asking them to support me, and you know this is what the money's being spent for, and and they agreed that it, w- it was it was worthwhile. So yeah, that we'll, we'll give you some money. Oh yeah. Well, well, you will will support you, and and yes, it all went to Movember. Uh, uh, yep. To that extent, as far as meeting people, I got to tell you, um, and you may or may not remember this young man named Andrew. He was on a 1981 Honda GL 500 that he had turned into a cafe racer. He was one of the younger participants there. Um, he and I have kept in contact, and um, and, I, he, and he's a student. He's he, California resident, but he's attending Colorado State University, so he's 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 living here in Fort Collins, and and got to shoot in the breeze with him and he said well let's go ride someplace sometime and i must confess that uh, we finally did um and that was last saturday invited him on an msta ride that took off from loveland and ended up in evergreen for lunch and then came home and delightful young man and and you know the the most he was certainly the youngest person at our table of 15 people but Mm -hmm. very very interesting young man. He's studying um, mechanical engineering, and and uh, he's got he's got some plans that I think are fascinating. So anyway, just again, by chance, uh, we're at the same motorcycle event. He likes motorcycles. I like motorcycles. Let's sit down and talk.
0: Uh, it, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? I You know, I consider myself so fortunate, so fortunate that I found this sport that um, just like just like the title of the podcast, I oftentimes find inner peace, at least for a little while from the seat of a motorcycle. And, and then with the added bonus of getting to virtually show love and support for somebody else through either events or just a hello, just a hello out on the road and say, Hey, you want to go get a cup of coffee? And and, uh, I just feel so fortunate that uh, we have this gift in the garage I might say this gift in the garage that uh, takes us down the road and takes us to our happy place, at least for me. How, how well said. Well, Doug, I want to thank you very, very much again uh, for the privilege of meeting you associated with the uh, Distinguished Gentleman's Ride uh, for all your work to f- fundraise there for being just a heck of a nice guy. And I look forward to a, a long, uh, long friendship and, and some plenty rides down the road. Ah, oh, wonderful. And uh, yeah, I hope our paths cross. I will tell you also, I'll
1: drop another name. Yeah. Uh, Brian Owens joined us on the lunch ride last Saturday.
0: Oh, I got, yes. I got to see his new scooter. That's and right. Did he mention that ours are identical? Yes, he did. And he's, he's thrilled with his
1: ride. And so uh, I, it was good to see him because uh, Brian and I have
0: used to ride with some frequency, but it was probably six or eight years ago. Just for the okay. listeners to know, Brian Owens is my neighbor. He uh, lives very, very nearby. We both have purchased a uh, BMW R1250 GS Adventures. We both we both have them, and we're very, very close uh, in proximity to each other. I would have joined you guys, but last weekend, uh, from Friday through Monday, actually, I was on an extended ride with uh, my brother-in-law uh, from Texas who came out to join me, and we were riding out through Moab and just had a wonderful time. Uh, Jim was riding a uh, a Triumph Tiger 900 Pro. And of course, that was on my GS. And we did some off-roading following the Colorado River and uh, ended up going through Glenwood Springs and then down into Moab and just had a wonderful time. Otherwise, I would have joined you and Brian out on the road. Yeah, next time. Next time. Next time. Again, Doug, I can't thank you enough for for everything. And uh, we'll be in touch real soon. All right. Well, thank you
1: for your, well, thank you for the opportunity. And I uh, um, hope that the listeners find your thoughts uh, entertaining as well as informative.
0: And so this concludes my conversation with Doug Logston of the Motorcycle Sport Touring Association and someone who I'm very proud to call my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you like the show, thank you for sharing it with your friends. So until we meet again, I wish you peace and I wish you love.